0: Guys, y'all happy? I'm happy. I'm happy. Happy, happy. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. I I thought about my dad's in heaven now, he has been for a number of years. I know he's enjoying himself, and uh, <laughs> I tell you something: that uh, Phyllis's dad, he's in heaven now too. But her mom went ahead of him, and she was in heaven for a few years before he left. And uh, somebody was trying to comfort him and said, "You know, you, her name's Nelva." Said, uh, "You know, Nelva's in heaven, and and, and she'll be." Uh, Glad to see you when you get there. He said, he's a funny guy. He said, yeah, I know it. He said, sure as I get there. He said, she will have a list this long of stuff (laughs) for me me to do. (laughs) Does that sound like him? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, he could be right. But uh, they're having fun doing it. I, I expect that. It's. It's not a, a laborious thing. But uh, I thought about my dad, some of his phrases. He uh, he had that old country wisdom kind of like Jed Clampett. <laughs> type. He really did. Am I saying it right, Phil? And um, I thought last night what he would have said about that, that offering. He would have said, don't that knock your hat in the creek. <laughs> I, that's, I figure that's what he'd have said. He'd have said, Oh boy, that just knocks your hat in the creek. <laughs> well, God does that, doesn't he? Does, does he want to do for you? Well, if you're a part of making that happen, do you, are you expecting you're going to get hat knocked in the creek? Huh? <laughs> Something for you. Yes, that's God's plan. Elsewise, there would be no purpose to do it publicly like this, Uh, because the Lord could do it any number of ways, but uh, go to John 10, if you would, we've been on this all week, and this entire 10th chapter is so rich, of course, and it's talking about the good shepherd, and the sheep, and a number of things, so let's look at it again, John 10, 1. John 10, 1 says, verily, verily, I say to you, Jesus is talking, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Um, Do you know with uh, the Lord, the end does not justify the means? You ever heard that phrase before? Well the end justifies the means. In other words. As long as it turned out okay. Then how we got there. Wasn't that big a deal. Not true. With him. And see he's talking about that here. The right one. Comes the right way. And coming the wrong way. Shows you're the wrong one. And wrong motives. And wrong things. And that's. That he keeps bringing up the spirit of God through him through this whole passage, this uh, opposite, the nature of God and the nature of the thief. And when, whatever spirit or spirits you yield to, you take on those characteristics. That's right. And this explains a whole lot of things. People say, well, I was born this way. And uh, the, the, the truth is, that could be so. But that's not the same as God making you that way. Because babies are influenced inside the womb by spirits. Do you remember John the Baptist? was filled with the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb before he was born. So an unborn child can be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Unborn. Well, if an unborn child could be influenced by the Holy Spirit, uh, it could be influenced by a wrong spirit. And whatever spirit you yield to or spirits, you take on those characteristics and and qualities well satan's the god of this world and so he he is influencing this world on a massive scale billions of people are yielding to wrong spirits and don't even know it don't even realize it and his favorite thing is that you don't even believe the devil exists so you're not going to resist something you don't even believe exists. Right. And so you, they'll be giving place and don't even realize it. But his, his nature is that of a thief and a liar and a killer and a destroyer. And that's why you see so much in the world, lying, killing, stealing, destroying, It's the enemy himself and all his cohorts influencing human beings and human beings yielding to them. If nobody on earth would yield to a wrong spirit, it would be like they didn't exist. It'd be like they were behind a plate glass wanting to do something, but couldn't say anything, couldn't do anything because nobody would yield to them. But sadly... There's no shortage of people yielding to wrong spirits. We can't control all that. But we have the Lord Jesus as our Lord. And the the devil has nothing over us anymore. We've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. And I like what Jesus said before he went to the cross. He said Satan has nothing in me. Nothing, And that's something you and I ought to get a hold of. And say the devil has nothing. He has nothing in me. He has nothing on me. I refuse to let him yield my mouth, use my mouth, or use my body, or use my mind, or use anything. He has nothing in me. No say so about me. Jesus is my Lord. Amen. And so what the Lord is portraying, though, in this chapter is this opposite character and nature. The, the nature of the good shepherd who's the giver. Yes. And the nature of the thief who is a taker. And uh, you'll find that in this world again and again. You run across people and you realize they're uh, either a giver or a taker. Yes. Depending on what spirits they're yielding to. And uh, let's, let's keep reading this. He said, uh, verse 2, He that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Now, I say this sometimes, people laugh, but it's a distinctive difference. Jesus is not the good cowboy. He's the good shepherd. So why say that? The cowboy drives the herd. Huh? Gets behind them, drives them. That's not what the shepherd does. The shepherd leads... And the sheep follow volitionally. Yes. They follow of their own choice. Yes, right. Right. And that's, that's how the Lord does it. And that's the only way he does it. Yes. Amen. I've had other preachers get in my face and say, no, bless God. When God gets ready for you to do something, by God, you're going to do it. Mm. Wow. I mean, that even sounds like a wrong spirit. Is that right? I don't care if you are a preacher. And it's just absolutely not true. If God was going to make anybody do anything, he would make them receive Jesus and miss hell. Is that right? Everything else pales in comparison as important Beside that. Will he make people get saved? He will not. He will not. And this is something we must get a hold of as his people. You know, at one point uh, he came to a place and the people there didn't receive him. Can you imagine Jesus coming to town and the town said, we don't want you. Go away. Well, (laughs) it it made Peter and James and John and those guys mad and they were called the sons of thunder. <laughs> they they had some rough edges and uh, and and it, it rubbed them the wrong way and they're like what is wrong with these guys and and they came to the lord they said lord do you want us to call down fire like elijah did straighten this bunch out <laughs> you know we got scripture you know elijah did it. Anybody remember what he said? What did the Lord say? He said, ah, boys, whoa, whoa. He said, you don't know what spirit you're of. He said, the Son of Man didn't come to destroy men's lives, but save them. But did you did you hear that? And, and don't, don't just listen to that and think, well, yeah, those boys got riled up. You've gotten riled up before. Yeah. What do you mean? And wanted to get rough. And wanted to kind of make somebody do something. Even if they didn't want to for their own good. (laughs) Huh? And that's a wrong spirit. Even if you think your motives are holy. Coercing. Coercing. Manipulating, forcing is a wrong spirit. Are you all awake? It's not the spirit of the good shepherd. Because what will he do? John, Susie, (laughs) Billy. Come on, come on. And what if you don't come? then you won't come. And what if you get so far behind you can't even see him anymore? Well, then that's what will happen. And then what if the lion comes and grabs you and has you for lunch? Well, then that's what will happen. You say, well, no, no, no. I mean, the good shepherd will take care of me. Not if you won't follow. Y'all awake or not? No, it's just not true. You can believe you have nothing to do with it. And you can think it's all up to him. But it's simply not true. You have to follow. He won't make you follow. He won't make you do anything. But it'll cost you. If you don't. Don't raise your hand, but has anything ever cost you before that you didn't? I said, don't raise your hand. (laughs) Well, it's, you know, being a little independent sheep. Well, the scripture said, all we like sheep have gone astray. Is that right? You got your own idea. You ain't got time for this or that. You're not listening. You're not following. Well, that's dangerous out there without him. And getting far away from him. It's dangerous. Now you know. If you got taken out early. You're saved. He loves you. You're going to be with the Lord. But you were stolen from. By the thief. Come on can you see that. See that's why he keeps talking about this thief. And this robber. Not to scare you. But to, for to be us to be aware. This is, a, this is a mean old world. And it's a mean old devil. And, and there's a lot of things out there trying to take apart a little sheep. That's right. So if you're smart, somebody say, that's me, that's me, I'm, I'm smart. If you're smart, what will you do? You'll do like the psalmist said, my soul follows hard after thee. And if the Lord stops real quick, you'll go, oh, boo, excuse me, Lord, I didn't know you was going to stop. <laughs> Because that's the safest place on the planet. Are you with me? That's the the most blessed place. It's the most peaceful place. It's the most joyful place. We're going to read about it in just a minute if I can ever get there in the the verses. (laughs) Keep going, keep going. This is Friday night, isn't it? Woo. Uh, Verse 5. A stranger will they not follow. They'll flee from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. There's a million and one things every day we don't know about. We don't need to know about. We don't need to bother ourselves with. Has nothing to do with us. Doesn't pertain to us. Ignore it. Leave it alone. Listen to him. Follow him. Keep going. This parable spoke Jesus to them, but they didn't understand what he was saying in verse 7. Verse 7. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say to you, I'm the door of the sheep. Keep going. All that ever came before me were thieves and robbers. Are there a bunch of them out there, I guess? Yeah. There's a bunch of thieves and robbers. But the sheep didn't hear them. Keep going. I'm the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, this is life. Amen. Yeah. I said, this is life. This is being led by the Spirit every day of your life. It's, it sounds reminiscent of the language we read in Deuteronomy 8, blessed when you go out. Is that right? Yeah. Blessed when you come in. But the verse 1 in that passage talks about listening to the voice of the Lord your God. Hearkening to his commandments. Doing what he's telling you to do. And if we follow him. We'll go up. We'll go down. We'll go in. We'll go out. We'll go here. We'll go there. We'll do this. We'll do that. And the Lord will be with us. And we'll be with him. And you wind up being at the right place. At the right time. You wind up missing the devil's traps. And setups. Because of following closely. The good shepherd. Keep reading. Keep reading. Verse 10. The thief comes not. The only reason he comes. Is to steal. To kill. And to destroy. I am come. This is Jesus himself. Telling us why he came. This is big. Why would you come Lord? I came. Yeah, so you'd miss hell, but that's not all. So you would have, and like the Amplified says, have and enjoy life to the full until it overflows, the Amplified says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep going. Verse 11. I'm the good shepherd. Let's go back to the King James. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives. Everybody say gives. 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 What does the devil do? Takes. Steals. Robs. What does the Lord do? Give. Give. Don't let this be too simple for you. This will help you understand the whole world. Huh? This will help you understand what's God and what's not God. What's right and what's not right. Come on, can you see this? It falls into these two categories. Influenced by God, influenced by the devil. And varying degrees of the same. But God never comes to take something away from you, to hurt you, to steal something, to destroy. Never, never, never. The devil always comes, and that's what he's going to do. Every time. He never comes to help you or anybody else. Always to take something away. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives. Don't you like that? For God so loved the world that he gave, he gave Thank you. his life for the sheep. Did Jesus give it all for us? Yes. He gave everything for us. Keep going. But he that's an hireling and not the shepherd, who's owned the sheep or not, sees the wolf coming huh, and leaves the sheep. And flees. And the wolf catches them. And scatters the sheep. Why bring this up? Well he wants you to know. That there is a category of folks. That are only in it for the money. (laughs) (laughs) Hireling. means. Paid or hired hand. Or paid worker. And have you, ever, have you ever heard people say this? They don't pay me enough to do, to do this. They don't pay me enough to put up with this. Well, they're revealing that's the only reason they're there. And that's not okay. Especially not if it has to do with the things of God. Right? Somebody said out loud, I'm not a thief. I'm not a thief. And I'm not a hireling. I'm not a Not a hireling. Keep keep reading. Keep going. The hireling flees because he's a hireling. (laughs) And he doesn't care. (laughs) It's all about self-preservation. Come on, can you see that? There's a wolf out there. Say, what? (laughs) Wolf, aren't you going to take care of the sheep? I'm out of (laughs) here. They don't pay me enough to mess with wolves. Huh? Now you're laughing, but how many times do you hear this? Do you see this? People, you know, when it gets hot in the proverbial kitchen, what happens? They get out the kitchen. Oh, but David is an example of the good shepherd. When the lion came, huh? When the lion came, and most of the time when the lion comes and wants to have a sheep lunch... He has him a sheep lunch. Is that right? You get in the way, he'll have him a, a human lunch. Two. Two for Lions are no joke. Lions. And so it is astounding that this boy, probably teenager, he comes out there because he had faith in God and goes hand to hand. Hand to hand. No, you didn't hear that. Hand to hand with a lion, and he was he was smiting the lion to get him off the sheep, and it was just what we were talking about. The uh, the lion said, "Well, okay, I'll just take you." And he reared up on him and he grabbed him by his beard and knifed him, took him out. Well, that's a victory. I said that's a victory well why are you talking about this he didn't run he didn't run his job was to protect the sheep and even even though he's a boy and it's just a sheep to say, well you know we got you know three or four <laughs> hundred you know you lose one you lose one every once in a while that's just how it works. Well, if if you think that way, you will. But he was emboldened by that. And so it wasn't too long after that, a bear. Bears get big. huh? Come cruising through and smelled some sheep. And he thought, aha, I have got to the right place. And he goes to take him a sheep out of the herd and... David goes hand to hand with him and takes out a bear. That's a good shepherd. Whether you know it or not, you are a blessed sheep to be in David's flock. Is that right? You, hmm? Whether you know it or not. He's somebody that doesn't run, doesn't bail, is not just there for the money. Is not just watching the clock. Huh? David could have said hold on now hold on oh yeah it's like two minutes till six my shift's over that's somebody else's problem where are they oh I don't know so sad you know but it's not somebody say hireling Now, see the other we've been talking about thief 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 but is hireling good is it you want to stop at hireling and because of that God had worked in David such confidence, such trust in his God that he believed God could help him to defeat Goliath. Yes. Yes. Is this astounding? This is He's still just a, a young man, a teenager, whatever, just a boy. But God did it. But if he hadn't cared about the sheep. Oh, I don't know if y'all listen to this or not. If he hadn't cared about the sheep, he would have never faced the danger. Would he? And that's what he just got through saying. The hireling, what? Doesn't care about the sheep. <laughs> y'all are quiet. Keep going. Verse 14. Jesus said, in case you forgot what's going on here, I am. Not a hireling. Not a thief. Is that right? right. Like we said, the Weiss translation says, I am the shepherd, the good one. (laughs) I am the shepherd, the good one. I know my sheep. See, this is another indication that he cares about you. Right? Because if somebody doesn't care about you. They don't want to know any details about you. They don't want to be bothered about any of that. And the Bible said that the Father, He knows the number of hairs on our head. You keep up with that? I don't. Care. Anybody in here keeps up with the number of hair? If you do, it's probably because there's not many left, <laughs> and they're easy to count. <laughs> Because otherwise, who's doing that? Who's doing that? He is. And when the devil says, where's God? Does he care? Don't you listen to those lies? He knows everything about you. Like Phyllis was talking he knows everything about you. And he cares. And Jesus is the good shepherd. Keep reading. Read, Read that part again. He's the good shepherd. He said, I know my sheep and am known of mine. Now he's getting into something here that we need to to be aware of. I know them. I know mine. And mine know me. Say it out loud. "He He knows his. And his know him. I know that may not be perfect English, but it works. He knows those who are his. Are all his. No. No. You'll hear sometimes people say, well, we're all children of the same God. Not true. Not true. If you hadn't been born again as an adult, uh, you are not in the family of God. There's another family. Jesus told religious Jewish leaders that they were of their father, the devil. Did he say that or not? Yes, sir. In chapter eight. I'm not saying all of them were, but the ones he was talking to. He said, you are of your father, the devil. And that's, you know, what's one of the reasons they killed him. Made him so Furious. Because they purported themselves to be so holy and all this before the people and and he called them on them. Are y'all awake? Y'all No. We are not all on the planet here, children of the same God. Absolutely not. No. Many are they're not in the family of God. And they are of their father the devil. And like he said to them, the desires, you can say like this, and the will of your father you will do. What does that mean? Uh, If you hadn't been born again, the love of God, that giving nature has not been shed abroad in your heart. And you are a taker. Even if you're educated, even if you're polished, you're just able to do it smoother. But your nature is still that way. And when it comes down to it, you won't give your life for the sheep. You'll run. You'll bail. You know. But Jesus didn't run. He didn't bail. Oh, hallelujah. When he was facing the cross, when he was facing judgment for all human beings on the planet, when he was facing the depths and heart of the earth and all of that, and and blood came out his pores. He was tempted to the point of blood coming out of him, and he didn't run. Oh, come on, church! He didn't bail. He didn't run, and he knew he could. He knew he could. He said, "He said, don't you know I could call on the Father and He'd send legions of angels and and get me out of here? If He had a, we wouldn't be saved." And so he kept his mouth shut and didn't deliver himself and didn't run and didn't bail. He's not a hireling. He's the good shepherd. Oh, somebody say, he's the good shepherd. He's my shepherd. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you're my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want is this meaning more to you, church? Is this, is this meaning more to you? <sighs> Woo! Keep going. As the Father knows me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. This is ultimate giving. This is, you can't give any more. This is complete giving. That's why it is so insulting for people to get mad and shake a fist and go, God, don't you care? Can you see? Look at the cross. Come on, is everybody awake? Look Look at the cross. You want to look at Jesus hanging on the cross and go, do you care? Why is he there? Does he care? Oh, how insulting that is. If uh, people weren't such ignorant babies, it'd be a lot more serious. And for a lot of us who walk with the Lord for a while, it would be serious for us to say something like that. Purpose that you never do. He has forever proven his love for you without question. His love is not in question. It's ours. It's ours. That remains to be seen. And proven. He's already proven it. And so many things that people get so upset about in this life. That they happened or they didn't. Have, they're not the big deal they think they are. They get so upset they don't realize how short this life is. And how meaningless so many of these things are. And people get so mad and so upset. Because they didn't, they didn't think God did something for them. That they were trying to tell him to do for them. Instead of going to him and submitting and asking what he wanted to do in the first place. But don't say, do you care? Don't, don't say that. Keep, keep going. Other sheep I have. That's when you need to start saying praise God. Praise, praise God. God. Praise God. Because you and me have a hard time tracing our lineage back to Abraham. Naturally, and we're, we're a mix. Yeah. We're a real bag. We're a mix. Uh, but that doesn't matter because nowadays our genealogy is easy to trace. Right. I am born of God. Amen. And Jesus is my brother. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Other oh, sheep I have which are not of this fold. Talking about all the Gentile, all, all of us, us, yes. them, I must bring, and you say yes, Lord, yes. yes, Lord, and they shall hear my voice, and we all said, we all said yes. yes, yes, Lord, and there'll be one fold yes. and one shepherd. Yes. Don't let don't let people tell you there's a bunch of different ones. There's one. There's right. one. One fold, one shepherd. You ain't in the fold. You out. Right. Keep going. Therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man takes it from me. Now see, he's still talking about this same thing. Who's the thief? The taker. Come on, can you see this? The taker. And he wants you to know. Now this is, he wants them to know and us, this is about to happen. Uh, We know now they're going to come get me. They're going to take me. They're going to abuse me. They're going to put me. In. And, and it'll look like they're just taken from me. And it'll look like the thief has got control over me. But he doesn't. I'm laying it down. He's not taking it from me. He can't take it from me. The devil didn't let. Excuse me. Jesus didn't let the devil take from him. Right. And he's our example. Yes. I said Jesus didn't let the devil take from him. Yes. And didn't he tell us, give the devil no place. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Didn't he say it? Didn't he say it? So say it out loud. Uh, the devil cannot. Take from me. Steal from me. I don't allow him. I don't permit him. See, didn't the Lord say, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We've been given the authority. In the name. We can put him on the run. Resist the devil. he has to flee. We do not have to allow him to steal from us. And oh man, he is getting away literally with murder. He is getting away with so much because people don't know it. They don't know they got authority. They don't believe it. They won't stand up. They won't resist. Phyllis and I talk about this often with our church people and our friends and different ones. You know, people are dealing with things here and there, whether it's money stuff or kid stuff or marriage or body stuff, and and we'll talk to them, and and, and this is going on. So, well, have you you spoken to that? Uh, No. And these are folks that have five closets full of CDs. Oh yeah, listen. Have have you have you did you buy in that? Did you speak uh uh no, we just thought y'all would pray. We gotta stop this, guys. We we got to use the authority that we have. We gotta stand up. And we gotta tell the devil, no, no, you don't, not in my house, you don't do that. Not in my body, not in my finances, no. I bind you yes. in Jesus' name. I shut you down. Yes. I forbid it. Yes. You stop it right now. Yes. And you got to mean what you say and say what you mean. Yes. And you're not playing. Yes. And, and friend, if you'll do that, things will change. Yes. What was that testimony? The, the, the person was, was that somebody in the crowd or out of the crowd about their little child? No, he's in the crowd. And t- tell me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> what, what who? Matthew. Come, Matthew. Matthew, where are you come in? Come here. Y'all had a miracle? Yes, sir. Come here, come here. <laughs> tell us how it happened.
1: Well, God bless you.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, um, I received
1: custody of my daughter when she was six months old. When she came to me, she had one eyeball in her head that looked the wrong direction. The doctor said your skull was deformed, her, her lungs, her brain, all these deformities. We went to Children's Hospital. I don't know if anybody's ever sat in Children's Hospital with your child, but it's nowhere you want to be. I'll tell you what. Last year, we went to the Greater Faith Conference, and we got a hold of authority. In Jesus' name, we took authority. We laid our hands on this little baby girl, and to this day, her eye looks forward. Should we, there are no more deformations in her heart, in her lungs. This baby's here tonight,
0: healthy, Woo! in Jesus name. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That is not what most Christians do. That is not. That is not what most Christians do. They cry. They cry and they hurt. And sometimes over a long period of time. Get mad at God. Waiting on God. Waiting on God. Waiting on God. Why won't you? Waiting on God. Friends. Do we have authority? Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. What are we waiting on? What are we waiting on to use it? Yep. Do you need to wait on somebody else to use it for you or notice you? What what are we waiting? Nobody can be with you night and day and all your stuff and <laughs> I want you to say it out loud. I have been authorized. I have been authorized in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And, I am empowered and I am empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. By the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when I resist, the devil when I, resist the, when devil, I the devil. when I bind the devil. He has to stop. He has to flee. Jesus said it. Did he say it? Yes. Did he, whatever you bind will be bound. Did he say it? Yes. Did he say it? Yes. He say it? Yes. Yes. So don't wait for us or somebody else to ask you. Did you speak to it? Did you bind it? Did you, you know? Hallelujah. Keep reading. That was worth a side journey, wouldn't it? That's testimony. Glory to God. Woo! He said, no man takes it from me. Takes. Takes it from me. But I lay it down. I give it. I got power to lay it down. I have power To take it again. Was Jesus aware he had authority. And he was walking in power. And the devil cannot run over him. And the devil cannot steal from him. And cannot take from him. He said, why? Because this commandment I've received of my Father. The Father told me this. And this is how it is. And the devil can't take anything from me. I'm going to lay it down. But that's not the end. I'm going to pick it back up. Did he pick it back up? Oh, oh, he picked it back up. Verse 19, there was a division therefore again among the Jews for these sayings. Many of them said, he has a demon. Isn't that something? That's, That's blasphemy. If you ever wondered what blasphemy is, that is blasphemy. Calling the holy things of God of the devil. blasphemy he's got a demon and they're saying he's crazy why are you listening to him others said these are not the words of somebody that's crazy and got a demon can a demon open blind eyes the answer is no it was at Jerusalem the feast of the dedication and it was winter and guess where Jesus was In the portico. (laughs) Walking through the portico. (laughs) We're told this one was hundreds of feet long. It's bigger than ours, but that's okay. We got one too. (laughs) And verse 24, the Jews came round about him. They saw him out there, and they ganged up on him. They said, how long do you make us to doubt? How long are you keeping us in suspense? If you're the Christ, just say so. He said, I told you. And you didn't believe it. The works that I do in my Father's name... They bear witness of me. See, he told them this over and over again. Okay, you think you don't agree with me believe me? Look at these miracles. Right. Yeah. Who can do these miracles? Yeah. That's God doing these miracles. Yeah. Confirming his word. Yeah. This is not the devil. No. And yet they're trying to attribute the works of God to the devil. People are still doing this today. Yep. Keep going. But you believe not. Oh are y'all awake. Because you are not. My sheep. As I said to you. His sheep. Know his voice. He knows them. They know him. What about the other ones? Not his sheep. Not his sheep. And these. Are. People with doctors of degree, uh, divinity, Mm -hmm. degrees. These are preachers. These are ministers. People that claim to be experts in the law. Can you know multiple languages and have degrees and not know God? Can you be religious and not know God? He said, you're not my sheep my sheep see he's saying he, he's saying you're not my sheep why he they saying tell us if you're the christ king. he said i already told you i already told you and you didn't believe it and no matter and what's put what the implications no matter how many times i would tell you you're not gonna believe it, and the reason you don't believe it, and the reason you won't hear it, is because I'm not your shepherd, and you're not my sheep. Because my sheep, when I when I tell them I'm the Christ, the Son of God, they go, "Woo! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Yes, He is! Yes, He is!" Yes, he is. <laughs> and the folks that go, ah, nah, there ain't no such thing. Not his sheep. Not his sheep. <laughs> Keep going. Back up. Let me read, finish reading that uh, verse 27. Verse 27, rather. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. And they follow me. Keep going. I give to them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them. Seize them is is another good word. Take them. Can you see this? Steal them out of my hand. What's he saying? Just like the devil can't take from me. I give them eternal life. And nobody can take them. Out of my hand. Keep, keep reading. My father. Which gave them me. Is bigger than everybody. Greater than us. Stronger than anybody. And nobody. Nobody. Can pluck and seize and take them out of my father's hand. Nobody. 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 So where do you want to be? In the next county in disobedience out of the will of God? Or do you want to be? In the center. In the center of the palm. Of the, what do you mean? Right in the middle of the perfect will of God listening to exactly what he's telling you doing exactly what he's telling you why? because then nobody nobody can snatch you out nobody nobody, nothing nothing that have to be bigger than him to do it and ain't nobody bigger than him whoo oh glory to God Somebody say glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Keep, keep going. Is this a good chapter? Is this a good chapter? A, he said, I and my father are one. And that's when they got ready to stone him. Picked up stones to stone him. And there's a whole lot there. But if I start preaching on that, we'll, we won't have time for the others. So go to the eighth chapter of Romans. Excuse me, John. Eighth chapter of John. And notice what led up to this. You, you remember he, he just got through. They said well, if you're the Christ. Why keep us in suspense. You know tell us. He said I already told you. You didn't believe it. In John the eighth chapter. Verse 42. John eight forty-two, Jesus said to them. If God were your Father. Again, he's talking to the religious leaders of the people. If God, What does that mean? If God were your father. <laughs> this is what, without finishing the sentence, smoke is already coming out of their ears. Because <laughs> he's saying it publicly. Well, the other people can hear. And they purport themselves to be... The, the very, you know, interpreters of the will of God and got to hotline with God. And the only ones that really understand the scriptures and all that. And he said, well, if God were... And I'm sure the people are going, if? Ooh. If? <laughs> if God were your father, you would love me. That probably made them even, even more mad. I know somebody chased me down one day after a service and, and they were saying... I don't like it. I don't, what I had just preached. I don't like it. I don't agree. It ain't right. It ain't right. I don't like you. I turned around. I said, well, you just don't know me. If you knew me, you'd like me. And oh, man, I thought they were going to take a swing. Then they're like, "Uh." we must not let people's animosity color us and shade us and get caught up in the strife because um, a lot of these folks are not his sheep. Now, here's the thing we need to, the further we go, the more I see this. There are a lot of people who grew up in Christian homes that have never been born again. They're not his sheep. And they can quote scriptures. And they know the words to, to hymns. Are y'all listening? There's a lot of people who've gone to church for years and have never been born again. They're not his sheep. Are you all awake? This is reality. How is there any way you could tell it? They don't listen to his voice. They don't believe what he said. They won't do what he said. Come on, can you see this? Why? Because his sheep. I'm looking at some of them. His sheep, what do they do? They know His voice. What else? They hear His voice. What else? They follow. They follow. They follow. Because when people are ignoring God and throwing His Word to the side and saying, you know, no, God knows my heart. You say that like it's a good thing. He actually does know your heart. (laughs) And it's not all automatically wonderful. (laughs) And if you're refusing to listen to him and do what he said, he said, not me. He said, if you won't do what he tells you to do, you don't love him. I didn't say that. He said that. Jesus said that in John 14. Is it too quiet? You don't have to get upset. You said you're his sheep. Yes. Yes. Is that right? So so you listen. Yes. Yes. And when he directs you to do something, yes, sir, do you don't argue. Yes. You do it. Yes. And that demonstrates you do know him. Yes. And he does know you. Yes. And you love him. Oh, yes. And your love is demonstrated right. in keeping his commands, doing what he tells you to do. Yes. Like the scripture says. Is that okay? Keep reading John 8 40, uh, 3. Why do you not understand my speech? He's talking to these leaders. He said, you, you can't hear me, can you? You can't you can't hear me. I'm talking. I'm making it plain. But you ain't getting this, are you? And he said, and why? You can't hear my word? He said, This is this is why. You are of your father the devil. And the lusts of your father never, you know, they've never given their heart and life to God. Not submitted to his leadership. The the lusts and desires of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. He's a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Which of you convinces me of sin? And if I'm telling you the truth... Why don't you believe me? He that is of God. Hears God's words. And the reason you can't hear them. Is because you are not of God. It really is this clear. It really is this distinct. And what we need to wake up to. Is a whole lot of people. That are religious. And claim to believe in God are not even his sheep. They've never been born again. Think about who he's talking to. Leaders of the synagogue. Scribes who spent their whole life studying the scriptures. And he said reason you can't hear me is because you're not of God. And you're of your father the devil. Why do we need to know this? So that we stop frustrating ourselves. Yes. And stop wasting effort and strength trying to convince somebody who does not want to hear it. Right. And who won't hear it no matter what you say. Yes. If they won't listen to him, they ain't listen to him. <laughs> why do you think they will listen to you? And the reason I say it is because the enemy is using this all over the place to keep people upset, scared in strife, worn out, wrestling with people that they should not be doing. Because you're not in charge. You're a sheep. He's the shepherd. Yes. Is that right? He's the shepherd. Yes. We've been talking about his job. What's the sheep's job? Bob. Tell me about the sheep job. Bob. Is it real hard? Is it real complicated? Couldn't be real hard or the sheep couldn't do it. <laughs> Is that right? What's the sheep do? What's the sheep do? The sheep hear his voice. When he calls a sheep, tell me the sheep's job. Come on in. Sheep job go Oh there he is. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Sheep job. Is that right?
1: That's it.
0: Hear his voice.
1: Yes.
0: Follow. Follow. Now there's another one. Enjoy. <laughs> Where he leads. Green pastures, still water, restores my soul. What? Don't you worry your little sheep head about all the problems of the world. That's too big for a sheep. That's way, way too big. And all the people that want to fuss and fight about there is no God, and I don't believe this, and I don't believe that, that's not a sheep problem. That's not a sheep problem. Not his sheep. What do you do? Enjoy. Enjoy the grass, lying down in green pastures. Hallelujah, enjoy, rest, get my soul restored, prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, anoints my head with oil, a sheep job, sheep job, sheep work, my cup runneth over, That's, that's my job, my job, let the cup run over, get anointed, right, enjoy the green grass, that's my job, that's my job my job casting all my care over on him because he cares about me oh hallelujah hallelujah be careful for nothing do not worry or have any anxiety about anything that's a sheep job that's my job (laughs) hey Woo! Somebody say, Glory to God! Glory to God! God. Hallelujah. (laughs) Go to to the book of John. Can you take a little more? Take a little more. There's a whole lot more could be said about that, but uh, let's just go to this. Go to uh, John 21. Just this week, I tell you what. Do it like this. Go to Luke 15 and then John 21. I hope this is I hope this is really ringing in your spirit. Sheep job. What's my job? We only mentioned three things. How many can count to three? Tell me, sheep. The sheep's responsibility. Come on, help me out. Sheep's responsibility. Hear his voice. Hear his voice. Tell me number two. Follow. follow. Where he leads. I will follow. I will follow. And then what? Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy. Enjoy yourself. It's actually part of your witness. The Lord intends that other people see how blessed you are. And they want to get in the flock too. And if you're all sad and depressed and stressed out, fussing and fighting with everybody, then that's not a good witness. And it's not sheep job. No. Thank you. Hallelujah. Woo. I'm going to go over it again real slow. Tell me what the sheep's responsibility is. Come on, help me out. My sheep hear my voice. What else do they do? And they follow. Me, that's, that's, that's obedience and it takes faith to obey, yes. but you can do it. Yeah. I said, you can do it. You can do it. And then number three, everybody's got this one. I know you got, this. enjoy yourself, Hallelujah. enjoy the goodness of God and the blessings of God. I, uh, this week in time of prayer by myself, I was thanking God for answering our prayers, giving us utterance and revelation. I was thanking him. Uh, I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm not old, I'm middle-aged, but uh, uh, I have zero pain in my body. I'm not taking one medication you, for anything. You, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm able to minister. For an hour? Long time. Long. <laughs> long time. Come come back next night. Do it again. <laughs> I'm thanking God. I said I'm thanking God. Then I see things like last night. Everybody sowing like that. Believing God like that. I'm just thanking God and thanking God. And I said Lord. i What is it that that blesses you the most, that pleases you the most? I want to know more about this. Uh, what, What blesses you, what ministers to you the most? And he brought this scripture to me. He answered me just a few minutes later. He brought this to me. And. I noticed that it happened to go perfectly with what we've been talking about. Luke 15, are you there? Verse 1, then drew near to him the publicans and the sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, and they said, this man receives sinners and eats with them. And And so he spoke this parable. He said, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one, Does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost till he find it. And when he finds it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. Hallelujah. And when he comes home, he calls his friends and neighbors to say unto them, Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. I have found my sheep that was lost. I say to you, likewise, Joy shall be in heaven. This is what blesses God. This is why the angels rejoice. Why? Cuz God delights in mercy. This is what ministers to him. Why? Well, why is Jesus the good shepherd? Why tell us that? Why why is that such a big deal? This is what ministers to him. When his sheep know his voice and listen to them, listen to him and follow him and even take them, take us where he wants us to go, show us what he wants to show us, do for us what he wants to do for us, use us, do through us what he wants to do for others, through us, it makes him happy, it makes the shepherd happy. Makes him happy. And when even one. Out of the hundreds. Out of the thousands. Out of the millions. When even one. That was two independent headed little sheep. Went off on his own. Got lost and got messed up. But he got back. And he said. He or she said. I'm going to listen to the shepherd's voice. I'm tired of all this junk out here. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I want to be with you. That. That. Makes God happy. And when the angels see that God's enjoying it. They have to kick up a tune. They have to to rejoice. That's what causes rejoicing in heaven. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. And immediately after that he tells about the prodigal son. In this same chapter. That goes away and when the prodigal son finds, now he didn't chase the prodigal son. No. That's right. That's right. Why? It would have done no good. Right. Cause at that point, he don't want to hear the shepherd's he voice. Right. But when he came to his senses, he came to himself and he came back home, did it make the father happy? Did it oh. make, he ran to meeting yes. Yes. and celebrated. Yes. This is a picture of God yes. celebrates. Rejoice. This is what makes God happy. When his sheep come home. When the wayward ones come back home. And when we're happy and we're blessed and we're with him and makes him happy. How many want to make God happy? Make, Make God happy. And part of our job involves ministry. Being under shepherds being his hands being his vessels down here to help accomplish what he wants done for his sheep and this is what he talked to Peter about after he was raised from the dead in John 21 I think I'm closing but are, are you there with me John 21 verse 15 John twenty-one, fifteen. when they had dined When they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these? Now, we've already talked. I, I didn't take time because it would have taken more time. But do you remember the passage in John 14 where he said, the one who loves me will keep my commandments. Yes. And I'll love him. And, and my father and I, we will abide with him. And I'll manifest myself to him. But the very next verse, he says, the person who does not keep my commandments is the one who does not love me. How many remember, I didn't take time to to go and look at it, but how many times in Matthew and and Luke and Mark and other places where he brought up and and he said, there'll be people who will say, Lord, uh, we did this in the streets and and we did that in your name. and, And he'll say, I don't know who you are. I don't know you. Depart from me. There are a lot of religious people who are not his sheep. And that's why they are takers. And they will continue to be takers. And the enemy is using this to confuse people and steal from uh, God's sheep and and keep them embroiled in some kind of uh, thing. You cannot fix people. You are not the healer. You are not the savior. You are not the deliverer. And you got to realize that there's case after case where people, they don't want to hear. And they are not his sheep. And you can't fix that. You can't make that happen. It's their choice. Now, as long as there's breath, there's hope. So you ask God to send laborers across their path. But a lot of times you need to realize you're not the one. Especially family. A lot of times they wouldn't hear it just because it's you. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that God's not merciful. And as long as there's breath, there's hope. And you don't know who will receive and who won't. And so you keep believing, asking God to send laborers across their path. And rebuking darkness from off of their minds so they can see and, and believe. And the Lord will bring them to it. He'll bring them right to it. And it'll be their choice. And if they won't receive, he's not going to make them. But tomorrow's a new day. Is that right? Next week's a new week. Do it again. Ask God, right? But don't fight with them. Don't try to push them. Don't try to make them. Don't do it. John 21, 15, when they had dined. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these? He said, yes, Lord. You know I love you. What did he say? What is near and dear to the Lord's heart? What's important to him? There's a lot of stuff going on in this this world. What's important to him? He said, feed my lamb. The lambs are the little ones. And this is the beginning days of the church. That's all there were were little ones. Nobody had grown up and developed yet. Feed my lambs. Does God care about his lambs? Well, he wouldn't be a good shepherd if he didn't care about his lambs. He cares. Somebody say he cares. He cares. He cares about his little ones. He cares about his big ones. Keep going. Verse 16, he said to him again, second time, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord, you you know I love you. Then what? If you do, what will you do? If you you love me, you care about what I care about. What does he care about? His, good, his sheep you you me yes. that's what he cares about yes. then he's saying help me be an under shepherd yes. to me the great shepherd yes. huh yes. be my assistant all right. Right? All right and I'm on I'm gonna give you food on. Yeah. to feed my people yes. hallelujah. hallelujah we've been eating up in here all week. We've been chowing down. Is that right? We've been munching and crunching. Hadn't we? And you know I didn't come up with all this. I I can't. Too much. But he's shoveling it to me. And then I'm taking it and shoveling it to you. And what are you going to do? Ah... Huh? You need to help feed somebody else. This goes, do you remember when the the fish and loaves were multiplied? When the great miracle happened? How did it happen? How did it happen? He held up that little boy's lunch. He prayed over it. He blessed it. He thanked God and blessed it. And then it didn't all just right there with him. He handed pieces to them. And they broke and passed it down. It multiplied in the people's hands yes. while they shared it. Yes. Okay, the miracle happened in the people's hands. Yes. Yes. As, you know, now what if they had just said, well, this ain't all that much. I'm just going to hold on to this. Sorry, you know, you need to get yours from. It multiplies when you share it. Every good thing the Lord gives you is ultimately to share. Yes. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to quote Greek and Hebrew words. And no. All you got to do is realize you come across this situation, somebody's needing something, and the Lord helped you in that same area. That's right. Then what do you do? Say, oh, I got something for you. I got something for you. This will help you. God helped me, it helped me. This will help you. He said, do you love me? How many love him? Come on, let me see. Then should we be involved in the feed the lamb, feed the sheep program? He said the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he's asked him a third time. And, of course, you got to remember, not long ago, he was adamant that though everybody ran off and left <laughs> Jesus, he would not. He would never. And he denied the Lord, three times. not once, not twice, three times. And you got, you know, that's got to be on his mind. And he's thinking, this is three. Uh, he said, "Lord, this is a good answer too. You know everything." I like, you know, sometimes in the writings of the prophets, the angel would uh, say, you know, son of man, uh, uh, you know, do you see this? What does this mean? And the prophet would say, oh, Lord, you know. This is a good answer. I, I, I wrote, I marked that in my mind. I thought, Yep. Oh, Lord, you know. You know, he does. He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And, and Jesus Said, okay, if you do, you will do this. You will feed my sheep. Then he must not want his sheep hungry or lacking or misled or stolen from or killed or destroyed. Does he care about us? And so he's looking out for us and he wants us to help. Look out for one another. Is that right? Yeah. Love one another and take what he's giving us and share it with others. If they want to hear if they don't want to hear it, we've already talked about that. But if somebody's open, then I'm telling you, you'll be demonstrating. And what, what the Lord will see and hear every time you do something like this, he hears, they love me. They love me. Look at them. They love me. Right? And he, that's who he said in John 14... He would manifest Himself too. Stand on your feet, everybody.